0: Good morning everybody and welcome. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 depending on where you are across this amazing country. This is Positively Different Radio. The Breakfast Show with Lyle and Mon and you just missed the greatest breakfast show ever. Oh, you really did. You're going to get it today. You're going to get it today, but but you could have had it yesterday. You could
1: have had it live yesterday.
0: And we made a $1,000 offer
1: and you missed it. I don't know. Because on it still the delayed stands. broadcast, should we, should we should we let it stand? Should we let the offer stand?
0: Are you being super generous?
1: I feel like we could let this offer stand to the end of time.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs> there we go. We'll let the offer stand. But you're gonna have to listen to the show to find out what the offer is. Of course, there is a one thousand dollar offer out there, and it is coming up. Okay, now even on the delayed broadcast, but you can't mm-hmm. call through live on the delayed broadcast true story. So how do you get across onto the live show? It's
1: very easy. All you have to do is jump on faithfm.com.au and press play. Or you can download the TuneIn app and also just press play. I mean, you have to search for Faith FM Australia in the TuneIn app. Yeah, and, save it
0: amongst your favorites. Get the free version, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's super easy. Super don't, don't, don't easy. Don't sign
0: up for the one month or two month trial. No, don't no, no. There. Just, just exit, do what the rest of us do and, and get the free one. Uh, the free one. <laughs> And uh, yeah, then listen to the live show And you could have been on the live show this morning Giving Mon and myself a hard time over our $1,000 challenge
1: I don't know why we love being given a hard time so much But we
0: really do Yeah, it makes us so much Well, it makes it makes the morning so much more We give people
1: prizes for giving us a hard time Why yeah. wouldn't you want to be part of that? Someone got <laughs> a prize this morning <laughs> Giving us a hard time is not the only good thing on the live show You can also answer the quiz and win the prize There's a giveaway at the end of the show You can ask the question of the day You can be up to date with the whether in the news instead of a day or so behind. So Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: if you're listening to this today.
0: Oh, guess what else we're talking about? What, what, what? Mark of the Beast.
1: Oh, yeah. Mark of the Beast is coming up in today's show. Is it what you think it is or maybe it isn't? But if you're listening to this on any day other than Wednesday, Wednesday the 9th of May, then you are indeed on delayed broadcast. So swing over to the live show. It's a great show over there.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a interview with Arlen, Dr. Arlene Taylor.
1: Such a fascinating
0: interview. Amazing woman. I can't yeah. believe. Yeah, it's, it's brain like,
1: scientist.
0: And she's got so much. And she's so old, and she's got so much energy. It's like <laughs> I hope she even? doesn't hear you say that, Lyle Southwell. No, no, but it's like she's been going forever. I remember listening to Arlene Taylor when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, I'm serious. Well, she's got good info. Just. Mind-boggling info
1: Yeah, I mean, she updates it It's not like the same information
0: but oh, Of course Yeah, yeah because She has like, the latest Cutting-edge yeah. information yeah. That yeah. Are out there And she is going to be talking about You know, the brain And how it works um, Here on Faith FM this morning And uh, just a lifetime's worth Of research and study And knowledge So stay tuned We've got great programming coming up We've got music right now And we'll be back in just a moment That was all Sons and Daughters with We Are Waiting here on Faith FM. Mon, do we have a quiz Quiz. today?
1: Yes, Lyle, do you want me to hit you with a hard one or with an easy one? An easy one, of course. What do you mean an easy one, of course? You always complain when it's easy.
0: (laughs) I complain when it's hard as well.
1: Yeah, I guess we're not really doing this for you. Are we? No, <laughs> no, because
0: I don't get any of the prizes. <laughs> Woe is me. Woe is me.
1: You just get to be happy when uh, when you know it off <laughs> the first clue. <laughs> okay, so this is a Who Am I uh, Bible character quiz, mm-hmm. and I think it's an easy one. Mm. Um, not a hugely popular character, but uh, the. Um, the clues would make it really easy. Okay. Okay. So the first clue is Pharaoh imprisoned his chief baker and chief cupbearer in my house. Pharaoh imprisoned his chief baker and chief cupbearer in my house.
0: I thought he put them in the prison.
1: Well he didn't apparently. Well maybe he did for a spell. I anyway, anyway, okay, if you think you know the answer, give me a call 1-800-FAITH-FM, one 800 Or you can text me 0491-064-669 Message me on Facebook if you like Faith-FM, I have an answer Australia I have an answer and uh, and you'll get the prize if you get it right. The prize today—it's
0: a little bit of a smart answer. Do you
1: know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be really nice. We have about I want to say maybe like about ten different music CDs in our prize box. If you get the answer right, I will let you pick whichever one you like.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, Very nice. Yeah. Excellent. I will
1: tell you all the different ones there are, and you can just pick one.
0: Wow! Yeah. Fantastic. Super generous this morning, Mon.
1: I'm feeling it. Good. Thanks for okay getting to eat food today. So I'm pretty Good. excited. <laughs>
0: Lyle. Okay. Yes, I have a story for you.
1: You have a story for me? Yes,
0: I have a story for you. Ah,
1: right, go on then.
0: Did you hear about, um, where is it right here? Have you heard this story about Callie Hibbets? No. You haven't heard the story about Callie Hibbets yet? I
1: have not. I'm all intrigued now. Okay,
0: so Callie Hibberts, mm-hmm. um was pregnant mm-hmm. with her third pregnancy. Okay and uh, just after she fell pregnant, she started to bleed and was worried about having a miscarriage, and she'd already had four miscarriages. So you can imagine the stress that she was under. And then uh, around about uh, 16 weeks in, the the bleeding stopped, so she bled for a long time. Wow. So that's a lot of stress to deal Mm -hmm. with, and she didn't take any photos of the bump or anything like that because she just couldn't bear to um, the thought of it. And then two weeks after the bleeding stopped, her waters broke. Whoa Yeah, so at, eight, at 18 weeks her waters broke And of course her and her husband were devastated And they were told, you know, you'll, you'll miscarry in the next uh, 24 hours mm-hmm. And so she suddenly realised that um, she had no photos And she would never have any photos of this child And so she took some photos of her bump mm-hmm. As the only reminder that she would ever have of this particular child And 24 hours later there was still a heartbeat And she could still feel the baby moving Okay, and the doctor said, Well, you need to have then have a uh, a termination mm-hmm. because there is just no chance of this child surviving and in the meantime she'd done some research, and she found a group that supported women who um, you know had membrane mal- malfunction at early stages of pregnancy mm-hmm. and the theory was that you could replace the fluids um, from in the womb with by drinking water. Okay. And it was it sort of worked a little bit like. Um, uh, let me just find my my notes here. Uh, that the more the mother drinks, the more the baby urinates, which increases amniotic fluid. And so she decided that she was going to give her child. Every opportunity it could. Mm. So she went into complete rest mode Mm -hmm. and she drank 50 glasses of water per day.
1: Wow. That's a lot of water.
0: And the next day the baby was still alive. And she kept doing that until the baby reached – she was hanging out for when the baby would reach 24 weeks. Mm -hmm. Because at 24 weeks it would be considered viable and would be able to receive – would become um, viable for receiving uh, medical attention. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, An assistance to stay alive. And so from, from 24 weeks onwards, they had uh, medical assistance. And then at 28 weeks, the child was born. Little Are you baby serious? boy. Serious. Alive. And now he's one year old. And healthy and happy.
1: Are you serious? Isn't that a cool story? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely. And it's incredible. just and know, the dedication,
0: salvage. the dedication of a mother.
1: Uh huh. Absolutely. You know, and, and the
0: love that a mother has for her child. I, I read this story this morning. I'm like, yeah, I can't not share this story. This is that's a great this is such, story. Such positively different story right here. That uh, you know, and that's a that's a lot for a mother to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. And when that child grows up, imagine, imagine, you know, what he stops and thinks how his mother went into complete rest mode. She and drank hardly 50 moved. She drank fifty of water glasses of water a day. We drag to, our feet um, over eight just to keep him alive. Just to, just keep, him alive. to keep him alive until. He, and of course, when he was born, he had to be resuscitated, and he had to be in a humidity crib. Mm-hmm. But by the time he reached the point where. Um, he would have been um, his due date. He'd reached six pounds. Wow! And was happy and healthy and was able to go home um, on his due date.
1: Well, if he was ever unsure that he was wanted, <laughs> he just needs to look back at his how he was born.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Yeah.
0: So I just thought I, I thought I'd share that with you, Mon. I thought that might put a smile yeah, on your that's face. That's a beautiful
1: story. I really. What have that you got one. for us? Okay, so I've got a couple of stories about technology and dogs.
0: Oh, okay. I like dog stories.
1: Yeah, I love dogs. Dogs are my favorite animal. Do you believe you can teach an old dog new tricks?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know why that's it's not saying as, is It's is not as
0: easy. I don't think it's yeah. as easy, but definitely you can.
1: Well, this one's about an old person. Yeah, I want to say an old dog, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, is this a dog story or a person story?
1: It's, it's, it's a bit of both. There's okay. two stories, and they're both technology with either old or dogs. but uh, So this is an. This is a story about an 87-year-old grandma um, in Spain who, who wanted to paint and, you know, had quite a bit of talent. Um, and she was taking oil painting classes, but the strong smell of the mixtures actually prevented her from being able to paint. And so her kids went and got her a Windows 7 computer that had MS Paint. Do you remember MS Paint?
0: Oh, my
2: Yes. Oh, you have got MS to be paint,
1: paint on it. I'm it's sure, it was, like, a bunch of millennials M-Z. right now, they're like, What's MS Paint? And the rest <laughs> of us are like, No,
0: no, not MS Paint. I've never. But I've I'm gonna, heard of that for years. I'm going to
1: put. Her pictures up on Facebook because check out what she's done.
0: Oh, she does that with MS Paint. So
1: she creates on a these computer
0: that's like what at least twenty five years old.
1: It's so old. I mean, you can tell it's a little bit pixelated, but she's created. But that gives it the
0: feel. It has a pixelated yeah. feel. It feels right.
1: She makes these like masterpieces. That's from um, such no, like no, a, no. a like a dinosaur, did digi- you know uh, software? She creates them, and they. Why they're doesn't so she peaceful. use new software? Well, I don't know, but I mean, look at them. You just, you I mean, look at this. that one. Yeah, That's yeah. Japan. you would obviously. never get that
0: effect with new software.
1: She's done a great job. Anyway, she's 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 become famous. Um, each of these are. Uh, Paintings, if you want to say, um, take about two weeks each because, you know, she puts a lot of detail and effort into them. I mean, I used to muck around MS Paint, but I could never pull off something like this. She just created beautiful masterpieces, scenes of like, you know, medieval villages with florists store and, like, you know, bridges and, and cityscapes and nightscapes of towns. And, and What
0: uh, genre is that? <laughs>
1: Microsoft genre I have no idea
0: um, <laughs> I'm just sort of thinking it's it's, it's it's a little bit You know I, I don't know what You would call that I'm,
1: It's impressive Because an 87 year old Has used technology To paint But it's also impressive Because it's such An archaic technology yeah, That yeah, everyone it Makes it
0: super cool Yeah
1: Yeah It's you know You see some Some paints to, uh, Microsoft paints how do, you, how do
0: you get Tech support For something like that
1: I've got no idea But I'm, hats off to her But let me quickly I'm going to put that Up on Facebook You know will have a look But let me quickly um, Tell you about Another story So there's a guy in India Maybe there's
0: another 87-year-old out there who's giving her tech support.
1: No, but this is about dog and technology okay. and uh, this is an Indian guy was taking a walk um, through his hometown and he hears a whimpering animal and he looks down to a drain and sees a puppy has gotten stuck um, but he you know, so he scoped around to so that he could rescue the puppy but he, you know it was such a dangerous area it was you know going to collapse it was it was filthy bog it was it was just too dangerous for humans to enter so this guy he's an engineer so he's like I know what I'll do he goes home he makes a living out of building robots by the way he grabs a drone that he's built and he attaches an AI controlled bionic arm Okay, so like a robotic arm he attaches a robotic arm to the drone it took him six hours of tinkering to get it all together he goes back to the bog, flies the drone into the drain and using the arm, robotic arm, scoops up the puppy in the in the bionic arm and lifts the puppy out of the drain and rescues it.
0: Oh, that's super cool. That, <laughs> the, that's so awesome. And
1: the cool thing is someone got a video of it. So oh, wow. We'll put that up on, on Facebook as well. Yep. And, of course, the engineer has since adopted the puppy and aptly named it Lifted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. We're going to be back in a moment. We're going to talk about the mark of the beast. Oh, we are indeed. And the budget. The budget is in the mark of the beast is in the budget. Oh, oh, the mark of the beast story is in the budget.
1: If you have a good news story or if you want to tell us what you're grateful for, give us a call 1 800 Faith FM. We'll be right back. This song is called Grego Pillay, Not My Home.
3: This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at all in this world anymore.
0: Welcome back, everybody. That was uh, Grego Pile with Not My Home. This world is not my home anymore. What a great song that we have there with what a great message.
1: Mm, very much so.
0: Okay, so we have a story. Oh, we do have our story. What's our second clue for our quiz?
1: Who am I? I was one of the Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. Bow, bow, bow. If you think you know the answer
0: as as the
1: Give us a call 1-800-FAITH-FM Well that's who he is oh, I know who he is The answer is don't tell me
0: The captain of the guard
1: oh, ho, ho, ho. Give me his name
0: <laughs>
1: You can text it to me 04910669 uh, um, Or you can text me uh, mess. Sorry, I'm just thinking about this Apple, I'm so distracted by food right now <laughs> You can message me on Facebook Mon Facebook, is Facebook, done it again <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> Faith F-
0: Australia Mon is just completely losing it this morning <laughs> She's breaking her fast She's been a whole month And uh, we're all super proud of you Mon For going a whole month without eating Thanks. food and in a moment, we're going to find out what it's like to put food in your mouth for the first time uh-huh. in a month. Okay, she's been on a juice fast. She hasn't been, you know, on a food water fast, food fast, or a water fast, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. She's been on a juice fast, so it's not. She hasn't been without sustenance, but, but it does um,
1: reset your taste buds. Yes, so stuff does taste
0: different. Okay, so what are you longing for this morning, apart from porridge and lettuce oh, and apples, um, bread? Okay, yeah, bread. bread. You're having a bit yeah. of a, a, a bread. Um, I'm a
1: bread person. (laughs) I could never be one of those gluten-free, carb-free people. I'm just like, (laughs) give me bread or I die.
0: (laughs) There you go. Okay, so tell me, Mon. Yes. You've heard all about about the budget, right? The budget got handed down yesterday. Uh, What's what's the budget got to do with the Mark of the Beast?
1: Well, apparently it is the Mark of the Beast.
0: No, (laughs) I said the Mark of the Beast story is in the budget. No, the Mark of the Beast is... In the budget, no, uh, yeah, something like well, that. Well,
1: I'm guessing from people people's usual idea of what the mark of the beast is. I'm guessing that it's got something to do with a cashless society, and huh. is that a good guess? How did you guess? Because people always think that going cashless is the mark of the beast, which is really funny because it's not.
0: Okay. And that's really good. I'm glad you I'm glad you clarified that. Going uh-huh. cashless is not the mark of the beast. Let's read very quickly from Revelation chapter 13. Mm. Revelation chapter 13. And we are going to go to uh, verse 16. The Bible says he causes all, or he forces everyone, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead, that no one might buy or sell except he that has the mark or the name or the number of the beast. So there you have it. The Bible says there will come a time when your ability to be able to buy and sell, to trade, will be taken from you unless you receive the mark of the beast. And the question is, how do you remove somebody's ability to be able to buy and sell and to trade? Because Uh it's like the easiest thing in the world to do. How do you actually control what a person does on a day-by-day basis, and how do you do that on a global scale? How do you do it even on a national scale? And this is where the whole uh, cashless society story comes in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so since the 1980s, at the very least, and probably even earlier than that, conspiracy theorists have been saying that cashless society is the future.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they were right. Mm-hmm. This was a true conspiracy. Some conspiracies are true conspiracies, because cashless society is the future. Because cashless society does away with, or attempts to do away with, the ability for people to be able to uh, um, trade without other, you know, without yeah. the government knowing what's going on. Absolutely. Okay, so in the budget, they have just banned the use of cash for sales, buying, and selling for anything over ten thousand dollars. Say it again. Yeah, you want to buy something over ten grand? You can't do it with cash.
4: Ha?
1: What? That's crazy. That's for,
0: that's that's uh, for good goods and services um, for businesses.
1: So I can't turn up with a suitcase of cash. Nope. But you know what? Who who does it anymore anyway?
0: Well, that's their whole point. Yeah. As they said, the only person, the only people who are spending more than ten thousand dollars. Uh, f- f- cash for criminals. goods and services are uh, are, are, are criminals. They're no- nobody's spending that kind of cash for goods and services out of business um, other than for nefarious means and so they're outlawing it. And they're trying to obviously cash in on and curb the $50 billion um, black market that we have here in Australia, black economy.
1: You know, I th- they probably think they're doing it for good reasons but I obviously, when the time comes, it's going to be a law that makes it very easy to uh, oppress and control, you know, groups of people.
0: Well, um, sanctions are something that we use all over the world right now. You know, Mm -hmm. um, Iran is a prime example of that. When I was there a couple of years ago, you know, you're traveling through a country that is an oil-rich country and should be just rolling in money like Dubai or places like that, Mm -hmm. Um, and yet... It seemed once you got outside of the city to be very similar to, as far as economy go- wise goes, to places like Papua New Guinea, mm. simply because of the sanctions that have been placed on that particular country, because of um, you know their their philosophical, religious, and political stands and their uh, ownership and of. Uh, nuclear weapons.
1: So spending over 10 grand in cash is the mark of the beast? Is that what you're suggesting? No.
0: (laughs) Not at all. This is not the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast, if you are wondering, is all about worship. Mm -hmm. It is not about technology. However, this is what's important for us to understand. Technology will be used...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't know what kind of technology and it's very dangerous to specify what kind of technology because the technology will no doubt change. You know, people say, oh, it's the barcode, oh, it's a computer chip, oh, it's um, electronic fingerprints or whatever else it might be. That's just technology and technology will change and is continuing to change and um, you know, that's not going to, to stop. Technology will be used. Mm-hmm. The simple reality is that the technology is already there to be able to control your spending. Do you know that we are the world leaders when it comes to cashless society here in Australia? Are we really? Yeah.
1: I mean, I heard. And we're also world stuff.
0: leaders in banning the use of cash. Really? Yeah. That's strange. So um, I've heard
1: other things, but I mean, okay.
0: So there's a, there's a there's a couple of a number of other countries. So France, uh, Portugal, Greece, Spain, Italy, and Belgium have just recently placed. Uh, limits on the amount of cash that uh, can be used for business transactions between sixteen and forty eight thousand dollars, and Australia is going down as low as ten thousand dollars, and uh, and of course these are mostly countries that have economies that are in crisis, mm-hmm. and so we've got a healthy, thriving economy and we're um, outlawing the use of cash. You know, it's just the, 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 the subtleness has gone out of the push for cashless society and now the shooting war has begun. Do you really think
1: it's going to make all that much of a difference uh, to criminals whether or not they can pay with cash?
0: Well, the crazy thing is that it's being announced in this year's budget but it doesn't come into effect for another 12 months. So, you know, they've been given 12 months heads up to sort themselves out and to create different systems to be yeah. able to bypass it. Yeah. You know, if if the government really wants to get serious about it, they should just dump it. Bang, done. Uh uh And, you know, then they'd be able to cash in on that black market for a considerable amount of time before criminals find a way around it.
1: Yeah. I I I think it's almost just a pointless law, really.
0: Yeah. Anyway, getting back to cashless society in Uh Australia, did you know that in 2007 70% of our transactions were cash?
1: Really, yeah, 70%? 70%? I, mean, I
0: couldn't believe that. I was That thinking sounds in, enormous. In 2007, I'd, I'd stopped using cash in about 1999.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, nowadays, like, you always hear people, you know, they're talking at the checkout, like, oh, I don't carry cash anymore. Who carries cash anymore? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I never carry cash. I
1: don't know, like, At the moment, I have cash, but it's because I, I, I owe someone money on Friday.
0: There you go. Yeah. Uh, in 2016, only 37% of transactions were cash. But I'm surprised it's actually that high. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's been, I don't know how many years it's been used since s- since I've used cash. And, you know, the few dollars here and there um, – but, you know, I've gone easily gone, you know, 12 months or more without having cash in my wallet and I've travelled the world without carrying cash.
1: Yes, yeah, same, same.
0: You know, who wants to carry cash and, and, and deal with all the expenses of, of dealing with Which cash is, when you're overseas?
1: It's actually a bit of a bummer because uh, foreign currency is often very interesting to look at. But, do you know, it's actually interesting you should mention all this cashless stuff because uh, you know how I did that finance workshop um, up at Big Camp mm-hmm. and we had Pastor Marcus Mundell come in and talk to us about, you know, basic financial um you know, smart moves and stuff. It, it, he, they are big advocates of carrying cash because just swiping a credit card, like it feels like you, don't, you know, you don't really notice how much you spend. This is one of the biggest traps.
0: Yeah, well, I mm. think I think that um, you know, over time, society is going to change in relationship to that, and we will start to notice how much we're spending. Mm. Now, cashless society is not the mark of the beast, but it is something that will that enables it. It's true. And whether it will be used or not, who knows But we don't. We can't tell the future The Mark of the Beast though, remember, is all about worship
1: If you think you know what the Mark of the Beast is Maybe give us a call and we could talk about it 1-800-FAITH-FM We are now going to have a song And after that we'll be back with Adele We're going to have a guest interview with Dr. Arlene Taylor Very interesting brain scientist Stay tuned We'll be back after the 8 o'clock news With God, Encounter with God
2: Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done
5: Welcome back to The Breakfast Show. It's wonderful having you with us this morning. You're in the studio with Adele and joining me this morning is Dr. Arlene Taylor. It's wonderful having you here, Dr. Taylor. I'm
4: delighted to be back, Adele. Thank you.
5: So just in case you uh, out there who are listening don't know too much about Dr. Taylor, Dr. Taylor is a brain function specialist. So can you tell us a little bit more about that?
4: Well, a brain function specialist basically is studying how the brain functions. Sounds not, so straightforward. <laughs> not so much about, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's and uh, schizophrenia and disorders of the brain. Mm. And it is a relatively new science mm-hmm. because until we got brain scanning equipment and some of the other wonderful things we can now use to look at how the brain is functioning while the person is still alive, Mm. then we now can really talk more intelligently and knowledgeably and helpfully about how the brain functions. Mm. Because before that, the only thing we knew about the brain was by observation, number one. You'd do large sample studies observing people. You would do surveys and interviews and things like that. And then you'd analyze the data and you'd try to figure out hmm, this is similar, that's different. Or after they died, they crack their skull open, mm. take the brain out, literally slice it on a meat slicer, mm. lay it out on a light table, and now you look at the Anatomy of the brain with an electron microscope, but that doesn't tell you much about function. No, it doesn't tell you how it's firing or anything when it's actually facing stimulus. Exactly. And Mm. so that's what makes this so exciting. I have been interested in the brain for decades and decades, Mm. but thrilled to still be in my career now that we Mm. have this wonderful information because people can actually learn more about the brain in general and about their mm. brain in particular and therefore choose behaviors by design mm. to help the brain help them be more successful so really it's kind of uh, i guess almost like a life
5: hack for your for yourself that you can boost your opportunities boost your life
4: abilities by changing the way you think and, and behave figure out what what, what types of behaviors that we all develop dysfunctional behaviors there's no mm, there's no functional it. person <laughs> no well, of course there are some that are more dysfunctional than others <laughs> but there's no functional person completely mm, mm. but with with the brain scan information then with adjunct um, areas of study for example like emotional intelligence mm-hmm. that's really how a person uses the four core emotions successfully and appropriately to help them get the results they want. Hmm, Which sounds eminently practical. It's wonderfully practical, Mm. but of course, we never even had that term growing up. No. You know, I only talk about four core emotions because those are the ones that you can see on the face of the fetus during pregnancy when you do brain scans of the uterus. And the fetal face will be reflecting... What's going on with the mother, how she's wow. being treated, is she happy, is she sad, is she mad, is she fearful? And so I only talk about those four. And mm. now with PET scans, we know that if an individual is in the PET scan camera and feeling joyful, it will be the left hemisphere that lights up. Really? So that seems to be aligned with joy but if they are in the midst of experiencing a protective emotion, mm, like so anger, or anger, fear, mm-hmm. or sadness, mm. it's the right side of the brain. That's that really interesting. Up. So, emotional intelligence would say it is not the emotions and feelings, it's how you manage them. Mm. And sometimes the easiest way to explain that is to say, There are some behaviors that represent very low emotional intelligence, Mm. and three of the most common of those behaviors are called, well, I call them, Jot behaviors. Which means? It means that J stands for jumping to conclusions. Always a dangerous thing. (laughs) Always a dangerous thing, and of course, we never do that. Oh, not at all. (laughs) Never have. (laughs) The O stands for overreacting, and mm-hmm. what we're learning about that is if you don't know how to deal with emotions and feelings, you can you can get a slush fund of unresolved emotion in your brain, and then one small, tiny, minuscule, unimportant thing will happen – you know, somebody will leave their shoe in the middle of the room and you trip mm. over it and now it's, it's like Adam mm. You've overreacted and mm. it is not about the moment. That's what's so, so fascinating. That's just the
5: straw that broke the
4: camel's back. Really. It's just a trigger. Wow. And what you're reacting about is something that happened to you in your past. It might not have been stumbling over a shoe, but something like that, mm. that your brain remembers that you didn't address or resolve or stuff it whatever Mm. and now the brain recognizes this and here's this big overreaction wow and t stands for taking things personally Mm. and that's really tough for a lot of people they personalize what other people say and do instead of saying well that's their brain's opinion i can pick it up i don't have to pick it up it's not about me Mm. because the latest research i have is this When two people are interacting, only 30% of anything that happens in the interaction is about that person and this moment. Wow, 70% is about your past. What's happened to you? What experiences have you had? What hurt you? Have you forgiven people? Are you working on emotions and feelings? And if you're not... That 70% of your background, depending how functional or dysfunctional you are, is what's going to come and hit you in the present moment. But
5: that's amazing to
4: think that we're really not living in the present in that case. No, we aren't. And that's the beauty of family of origin work and learning about the brain and knowing how to go back and forgive people. You don't Mm. forgive people for them. You forgive people for you. Yes. Because otherwise, you've Mm. got this enemy outpost in your brain that you Mm. are spending valuable resources on to keep it staffed with people, (laughs) to keep the lights on, to keep the AC Mm. working, in effect. Mm. And and, you really shouldn't be. And and no, because now that energy isn't available for you to use for something more productive. So how can we start channeling that energy into those more productive things? I think it starts with awareness. Mm. You only know what you know. And that's the beauty of learning. That's Mm. why I'm just energized, by brain function information, because the more I learn, the more I can identify, describe, uh, label what kind of activities that I'm struggling with and Mm. actually do something about it. But that that level of self-awareness is, it's incredible, but
5: sometimes people don't even approach that, even remotely. But they can. But they
4: can, And that's the reason I'm willing to fly around the world and talk about the brain because Mm. it is all about increasing your awareness Mm. so that you can manage your life more successfully and really Mm. become the person that you were intended to be. Mm. So what sort of steps do you encourage people to take to become the
5: person they were meant to be?
4: I suppose the first step is starting to learn about the brain in general. Mm Mm-hmm. The second step would be to start taking some simple assessments, which you can find on my website, to help you then start narrowing down what is your brain like. Mm. And I, I have what I call the who I am pyramid or the brain bent pyramid with the five things on it that people need to know about themselves. That is, do you have um empathizing or systemizing brain? Uh, are you more extroverted, ambiverted, or introverted? Meaning, what kind of environment are you most comfortable in? Mm. Do you approach the environment from a sensory preference that's visual, auditory, or kinesthetic? Now, we all use all of them, mm, but some are more one dominant. of them registers mm. more quickly and intensely mm. in your brain. And then uh, what is your brain bent? What part of the brain do you have this marvelous energy advantage for that anytime you're using that part of the brain, you're using one one one-hundredth of the energy that you're using anywhere else in the brain. You figure that out, you can fly. Mm, That
5: sounds amazing, though, too, you know, just that really that we have so much potential and that we can reach our potential no matter what we've been told in the past or no matter what what we've experienced in the past. Yeah, I guess so too. It's really about us making a conscious effort to know ourselves and to improve ourselves
4: too. And that's very scriptural, you know. Mm. I remember the first quote I heard about that was attributed to Confucius and I don't know if... (laughs) Confucius said it or it's just attributed to him mm. but he said it's not that I don't know what to do it's that I don't do it Mm. and then Socrates comes along and says examine yourself Mm. and then the Apostle Paul comes along and says study Study. examine Mm. yourself
5: because it's
4: not know yourself Mm. it's not going to happen if you don't put the work in Mm. and I think there's no more effective work than you can do to figure out how your brain was created to function best, and how can you achieve that? I think too, God wants us to do
5: that um, because you know, you know he's created each of us individually uniquely and specially and loves us each, but also too we've got god-given talents and abilities, and if we're sitting on them because we don't know ourselves, then we're not reaching our full potential you know we have a st- we still have a good life, hopefully, but imagine the potential we could reach if we really connect with God and connect with their own brains with God Mm.
4: I call that a brain bent Mm. you have a bent toward doing some things things. at higher Mm. levels of competence and so on you know that's also scriptural Mm. in the Amplified Bible Mm. in Proverbs there is this a scripture that says train up a child in the way he should go and then there's a parenthesis that Mm. says in accordance with his gifts and bent, mm. end parenthesis. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. And I'm going, well, duh. Of course. If you're using <laughs> your brain the way it should be used, why You'll ever would you not? <laughs> so that was my first, um, f- you know, seeing the word Mm. bent and so i use that a lot now Mm. because every human being has a bent and it makes sense though too it really
5: does you know like that thing that we're naturally inclined towards and and have a natural talent for i suppose and just unleashing that and using that is a wonderful thing that's exciting well i think you know obviously your talent is working not only with brains but working with people you know, you've got a beautiful talent for encouraging people and encur- you know, encouraging them to live their best lives Thank by you. looking at themselves and how they can contribute more. Um, just in our last few minutes here, what would you suggest that people do if they're wanting to find out more about how their brain functions?
4: Well, as I said, there's two ways to look at the brain. Mm. One is general brain function mm-hmm. information. And you really need to know that. It's mm. like learning to drive a car. You know, you got to read the rules first, mm. and you have to know something about how cars work, period. I mean, mm-hmm. does it run on petrol? Does it run on gasoline? Does it run on diesel? I mean, you don't know that stuff. You're going to wreck your car first time you try to fill That's it true. up with fuel. Mm. Okay, once you have that basic information, now what kind of car is this? Mm. It Does it have an automatic transmission, or is it a stick? Mm. You know, does it use diesel or does it use gas? On and on. Mm. Well, to me, that's a metaphor for the brain. You learn about the brain in general. Now, what does my brain do and how does it fit into the generalness? Which part mm. of the generalness is my giftedness? Mm. And it's possible to do that because there's information out there to help you do that. Mm. And so, really, it's just getting
5: yourself in, well, in order to. It's choosing. Actually, study it. It's just choosing. Making the effort and knowing yourself. I think that's, you know, there's that philosophical kind of perspective on that too, where it says, you know, wisest is he who knows he does not know. And if we know that we don't know enough about ourselves and our brains, it's a really good impetus to do something about it.
4: Mm. There's, you know, some people were very wise. Henry Ford, you know, the inventor of the Ford car, supposedly said, If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Mm. And now we know from research that your brain can only do what it thinks it can do. And it's your job to tell it what it can do and what you want it to do so don't listen to your subconscious that says no no that's not possible tell your subconscious what you can do i never talk to myself in negatives i never Mm. talk about what i don't want my brain to do i only talk about what i want it to do as if it's already in progress
5: that's a fantastic perspective to take i really love that thank you so much for joining us this morning dr taylor it's been fantastic having you with us and if people want to connect with you how can they do that
4: they can go to my website, which mm-hmm. is very easy, www.arlentaylor.org forget.com, forget.net, forget forget, anything else. I'm an org. (laughs) So we'll put that link up on the Faith FM Facebook
5: page as well if you'd like to connect with Dr. Taylor. She has an abundance of fantastic resources available on her website too. Thank you so much for joining us on The Breakfast Show. It's been wonderful having you with us. My pleasure. Well, we're going to listen to a track right now, but stick around because we have so much more coming up just after this.
2: to Faith FM, positively different radio.